Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. Also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. This is a devotional written specifically for homeschooling moms. And of course, the four-hour school day, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. You can find all of those on Amazon. You can also find them at my website, DorendaWilson.com, and you can find the four-hour school day at both of those places, as well as your favorite bookseller. Today, I'm going to be talking just a little bit more about writing, but I wanted to give you all an update on our family because, well, there's always something going on, right? It's all good, though, loving every bit of it. So our son is going to be getting married in May. So May, I guess this is May 2nd, so we're already in May. May 21st, he's going to be getting married in Washington State. So most of the family who lives here in North Carolina, we are all flying there on the, well, in and around the 14th, somewhere on around the 14th of May. We're going to be gone. Uh, Well, each of us will be gone for various amounts of time, but we'll, of course, be there for the wedding. I'm going to be gone from the 14th to the 24th, and then um, I'm going to be coming back for a couple of weeks, and after that, I'm going to be heading to Des Moines, Iowa, where I will be a keynote speaker at the conference there in Des Moines, homeschooliowa.org. So if you live in the area and you would like some encouragement, I would really highly recommend that you um, get on the internet, go to homeschooliowa.org and uh, see what's going on at this conference. And hopefully I will see you there. I would love to meet you, answer your questions, chat for a while. Um, I'll be giving six presentations um, over the course of the two-day event. So like I said, if you can make it there, I would love to meet you. Now, one other resource that I just, I share once a week and I love sharing about is homeschooling today. You know, sometimes you just need to get away, right? Away from the comparisons, the expectations, the voices inside you that say that you can't homeschool your kids. It's a lie, moms. It really is. But this is why I enjoy writing for Homeschooling Today magazine. With its team of experienced homeschoolers, you will be encouraged to find practical and simple ways to homeschool boldly. Like we don't want to homeschool with fear or homeschool timidly. We want to homeschool boldly. And I'm really excited about the coming year. The emphasis will be on the home part of homeschooling boldly. Home is truly the heart of your children's education. It really is. I want to encourage you to get the print subscription, find a comfy chair, grab a cup of coffee, turn off the noise for a bit when it arrives in the mail, quiet your soul, slow your heart, and lean into the unhurried homeschooler you've always desired to be and choose to homeschool boldly. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check out. And today is also a very, very exciting and special day for me. We are launching a new community platform and it is it is the grand opening, the launch, whatever you want to call it. You can tell I'm not a marketing guru, right? 
It is happening today. Listen in for a few more details. If you're like me, you've struggled to find community. Finding a community that is truly grounded in the Word of God and provides that balance of mentorship and friendship can feel impossible. I want to offer you a place where you can find your tribe of like-minded moms, moms that are seriously wanting to grow in their faith, parenting, and homeschooling. Whether you're a mom looking for mentorship and guidance or you're wanting to offer some wisdom from your own years of parenting and homeschooling, my family and I have worked hard to curate the perfect place to foster the kind of community and discipleship that the Lord calls us to. This community is where my primary attention will go so I can really serve you well. That means that this will be the best place to interact with me and see videos and content that you won't be able to get anywhere else. But what I'm most excited about is getting to see the connections that moms from all over the country and maybe even the world will be making. Connections that teach them new skills in life and homeschooling, challenge them to pursue growth and support them in the hardships and celebrations. If this sounds like what you've been looking for, check out the link in the description to join the Simply Unhurried community created for moms just like you. Last week, I talked about our family's approach to writing and shared the whys and hows of what that looked like. Of course, after the fact, typical, right? I thought of just a few other things and a couple of resources that I wished I would have shared. So that's the content of this short episode and why it is uh, titled, Let's Talk Just a Little Bit More About Writing. (laughs) We have to remember, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast on writing, that the purpose of writing is to communicate accurately and effectively our thoughts and ideas. That's the goal. Like, I think it's so important for us to keep the simplicity of the goal in mind. And we're all shooting for that goal, but the methods we use to get there can be so vast and varied. And I I hoped that in the last podcast, you were encouraged that it can look so many different ways. For our family, it was very simple. Um, If you didn't get a chance to listen to that podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But really, it looks different for every family. And it's really, really just about you know, like I said, communicating accurately and effectively our thoughts and ideas. It's encouraging our kids to take the thoughts out of their heads and be able to put them on paper. There's a whole set of things that have to happen developmentally and all of that for our kids to actually be ready to do that and able to do that. Um, You know, I heard a mom years ago who was telling me uh, her child was in um, the school system and he was in second grade. And she said, oh, it's just, he got such a bad grade on his essay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm thinking an essay at in second grade? I mean, my kids <laughs> were not doing essays in second grade. They're all now grown and graduated and they are thriving in the adult world. But we have this idea that everything has to start so early, but there's so many other things that really need to be in place and that can be naturally put into place before we kind of get more into the depths of writing. But here's the thing. I mentioned this in the last podcast. It all starts 
with conversation, right? It all starts by us speaking to our children and having conversations with them because what happens is in that process, we have to, they have to take their thoughts and they have to put them into words. They don't have to write them down on paper, but they have to go through part of that process. And so that's why I wanted to just emphasize that in the last podcast, because I want to I want you all to realize that the goal is pretty simple and there are a lot of different ways to get there. And a big part of that, at least for our family, has been good conversation. Our kids learn vocabulary through those kinds of conversations and just that talking back and forth. And I would often encourage them to maybe use a different word, like maybe they use the word amazing. And I would say, can you think of another word for amazing? And and let them just learn some of these things just verbally while we're having a conversation about something that they're interested in. And that was the other thing, finding motivation for writing, finding um, opportunities to invite our kids into that when they're ready without shoving and cajoling and pushing and making it miserable. It doesn't have to be miserable. So I had found, um, because I was a little more... um, I guess I took a lot more unhurried, not a high pressure approach to writing. It was consistent what I expected from them, but it was um, fairly minimal and it seemed like it it expanded on its own as they were ready. So that worked out well. But some of my kids, one in particular, I just remember when he got into high school, I thought, you know, we really need to kind of maybe sharpen these skills a little bit better. And he felt the same way. In fact, we had had a conversation about it. I didn't come to him and say, oh, listen, you really need to sharpen your skills on writing. I asked him instead, because he was in high school especially, and I wanted him to own it, I said, what areas do you feel like as you're working towards graduating that you really could use work in? And he immediately said, writing, I'm, I need to get better at writing. Okay, right there immediately because he said he needs to be better at writing and he verbalized it and it was his idea, now he's got motivation to write and he's owning it, okay? So instead of me telling him, he told me. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, I think that's probably a really good idea. I think that's really, really wise. Let's talk about what that might look like. And we talked about some of the different types of writing we've done. Obviously, we've done summaries, but I said, you know, what, where do you just, where do you not feel confident? And he kind of shared with me. And I had heard about this one approach um, not long before that. It's called free writing. And what it is, is it's an opportunity for our kids to sit down. Um, basically, we would like set a timer, maybe depending on the child, depending on the age, uh, depending on the level of confidence. Um, you know, maybe we start with five minutes and we say, okay, pen, paper, or type, whatever they want to do. And I want you to write every single thing that comes into your head. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't have to make paragraphs. You don't have to worry about punctuation or spelling. Just get the words out of your head and onto paper or onto the computer. Because that right there is a huge part of the writing process. And so that's what we decided to do. I said, okay, let's let's do that. So he started doing, and actually his sister decided to do it as well, and she was a couple of years younger than him. And they had a ball with it. And I told them, I said, I'm not gonna check it. I'm not gonna edit it. This is just an exercise in getting your thoughts onto paper or onto the computer. Because that right there was a big um, obstacle to overcome. 
So the description for free writing, I kind I mean, I'm explaining to you kind of what we did, but if you want a, a more um, definite or specific definition of it, um, it is a writing strategy that was developed by Peter Elbow in 1973. And it's similar to brainstorming, but it's written in sentences and paragraph form without stopping. So evidently you can write paragraphs if you want to, but you don't have to. My thing was no rules, just getting those words onto paper. That's, that's what we were starting with. Okay, so that means, so what happens when our kids are doing that or when we're doing that, it can be kind of fun to do it with them too. And and if we decide we want to read stuff back and forth to each other, it can be really hilarious, kind of like Mad Libs because it's just whatever thoughts came into our heads and they might not have anything to do with each other. So that can be kind of fun. And there's nothing better than laughing when it comes to schoolwork and um you know, having as much fun with it as you can, keeping your sense of humor. And we all know that writing can become way too serious, way too fast. So any way that you can approach it that's lighthearted and fun um, is, I always just think it's a win-win. So here's what happens when a person is doing this free writing exercise. The first thing that happens is it increases the flow of ideas and reduces the chance um, that you'll actually censor a good idea, right? Because a lot of us, you know, especially if we've got a struggling or hesitant writer, they're going to think, if they think before they write it down, they might not write down an idea that's actually really good. So I always left it up to the kids. Do you want to show it to me? Great. And what I would do is tell them, I'm not editing this. I'm just looking at it for content. I just want to see kind of like what happened here while you were, you know, thinking about this, that, and the other thing, or you were sitting outside watching the birds. Um, This is another thing that I did. Um, well, I'll get back to that in just a second because I don't want to get off on a bunny trail. But so there was two things that go on when we um, do this this free writing. Increases the flow of ideas and reduces the chance that you'll actually censor a good idea. Like I said, our kids, if they're struggling or not confident, they may go, if they think too much, they may go, oh, that's that's just, that's not good. No, but that's a bad idea. And they're not going to write it down when it could be a really great idea. So like kind of that brainstorming type of thing going on. And the second thing is it helps to increase fluency for second language learners, if you've got that going on. Um, But it's really the ability to produce written language easily, as opposed to accuracy, which is, of course, important, but which is better addressed later in the process. And I know you all are tracking with me completely here. We want that 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 ability to produce written language to be developed and for our kids to get more confident in that um, versus accuracy to start with. Um, so what happens is gradually as our kids do this, they grow more confident in writing simply by practicing. They say, if you want to be a good writer, just keep writing, start writing and keep writing. And of course, read good books, read good writing. And that that is also a wonderful contributor to becoming a good writer. The other thing um, that I've done with my kids early on is um, 
I talked about kind of the the little bit of the process that we that we went through when they were younger, and then as they got older, we did narration, we did dictation and copy work, and then summaries. But another thing that we did was um, nature journals, and I know some of you are familiar with this. I would just send my kids out with a journal for fifteen minutes you know, out in the backyard or, you know, we lived in the country at the time so they could all kind of find their own spot. And I would just tell them when they were very young just to draw pictures of what they saw. And then as they got older and were able to write words and sentences, have them write a sentence or two about what they saw. And then as they got older, they could write more. So if that's another way to encourage and invite our kids into into, um, more writing. I I mentioned this because our almost 20-year-old daughter mentioned it to me the other day that she actually really enjoyed that approach to writing. And so I thought I'd throw that in there as well. And you can do a little more research on it. Charlotte Mason is, um, I believe, is very big on nature journaling, and I think other approaches are as well. But it's just a fun, sweet way for our kids to not only... um, you know, practice the exercise of writing, but observation, which is a, another great skill for our kids to learn and, and can also contribute to very good writing. But where I heard about this free writing originally was from Brave Writer. Now, some of you are familiar with her. I think you just go to bravewriter.com, uh, Julie Bogart, and she wrote um, The Brave Learner too, which I've heard uh, is wonderful. I've kind of um, flipped through it because I had her on my podcast I think um, quite a while back, and we talked about her new book, but um, I think I did. <laughs> okay, now I don't remember. But anyway, all that to say, I did look through her her book and uh, loved it, loved her. And again, I'm not even sure if I got her on the podcast. I may have to rethink that. Um, anyhow, now I'm totally on a bunny trail. So Um, You may have heard of Brave Writer. Um, I love Julie very, very much. And she has such great resources for writing. Um, You know, it's interesting because when I have people on the podcast, um, I generally try to have people on who have a similar, you know, like viewpoint on um, faith and things like that. Because when I suggest uh, that they you know, maybe you should follow them. I always want to know that, you know, we're on the same page. And Juliana, Julie and I um, love each other very, very much. We have some differences in our faith and kind of our um, worldview, but she has some wonderful, wonderful resources. And I would encourage you to go and check them out with that in mind, you know, because, you know, when you're doing writing, you want to uh, always be sure that you're, whatever you're working with, our kids are writing things that align with our values, right? We, we just, we want to make sure that that happens. And I haven't looked through all of her stuff, so I can't say that any of her stuff doesn't align with the values, but I do feel a responsibility to you, my audience, to, to just let you know that. Um, but like I said, that does not mean that you can't use her resources um, because we know um, there are some great resources out there that aren't necessarily fully aligned with our faith, but we go that we go into it knowing that, use discernment, and benefit from all that she has to offer because she has a lot to offer. All right, so one of the things that I think is really important to keep in mind, I mentioned earlier that we want we we want to just basically be encouraging and gently nudging our children when it comes to writing. Um, And sometimes, obviously, we have to 
ask them to do some things that they may not want to do. But what I want to encourage you to do today, especially if your children are younger, um, to be a student of your kids. Of course, I encourage that at any age. But when it comes to writing, be a student of our kids looking for times that we can invite them into sharing their thoughts. So we start out doing that through conversation, and eventually we invite them to do it through writing. And you as a mom get to pick and choose what that's going to look like as you know your child far better than I do, far better than anybody does, and pray for wisdom along the way to kind of know how to invite them in without putting massive stress on them. This is really a hard, I think writing is one of the hardest things to navigate in in homeschooling. And it's because it's because it is an art and not a science. I think that it's something that makes it more difficult to uh, lead our kids in. But I always, I always believe wholeheartedly that we keep the relationship um, as a priority, and we pray over it, and we ask the Lord for wisdom along the way. And He, you know, when we're concerned, we can just lay it at His feet, and then. Watch for opportunities that he brings along. Um, And so much of that is about just being connected with your kids and engaged with them and kind of recognizing when those opportunities are there. Now, I also wanted to tell you that back in 2019, I did a podcast with Dr. Fred LeBrand talking about overcoming writing struggles. And I'm telling you, this guy, I think he's from Alabama. He is such a character. But I would encourage you to go back and listen because as I was talking with him, um, he, now he had been teaching writing for actually well over two decades as of 2019, along with other countless pursuits. But he's also a homeschooling dad of five grown kids. And what I loved about him is he had a unique and sensible approach to helping our kids with writing. He shares several basic principles um, in this particular podcast that will make you actually shake your head and and say, why didn't I think of that? It makes so much more sense now. And I mean, a little bit of a hint here, simpler really is better. So I encourage you to listen to that podcast. I will put the link in the show notes. So um, Because if you're looking for a writing resource, this might be a good fit for you. So I just invite you to listen and to find out. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found a little more encouragement when it comes to writing. Remember, you don't have to be an expert in everything in order to give your kids a great education. Just stay engaged, be willing to learn, be a student of your kids, and pray over everything. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for these moms who love their kids to the moon and back. God, this writing thing can really present a lot of challenges, but Lord, we know that you are with us, that you never leave us nor forsake us, that you said you would give us wisdom if we asked for it. Help us to be faithful, to even pray in detail about this particular um this particular topic, subject, when it comes to homeschooling our kids, Lord, because you care. You care about it. You want our kids to be able to communicate um, effectively and, um, and clearly, Lord, 
because we, you want our kids to glorify you and that glorifies you. It reflects who you are, Lord. And we want above anything else for our kids to be a light to this world. And so much of that happens through how they speak and how they communicate. And so, Lord, just give us wisdom, Father. We can't do this without you. And so we pray your blessing over this specific area in our kids' homeschooling. We pray for wisdom and clarity of heart and mind. And we pray for our children that they would be teachable and that you would ultimately be the one to sort of work in their hearts um, towards being better writers. In Jesus' name, amen. 